Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. GAA Go. Gago, the streaming service that was launched by the association in 2014, um, aimed really at the Irish diaspora around the world. Well, the streaming service is now, as you know, expanded into a full TV coverage offering in order to try and fill the void left by Sky Sports. But that move has raised concerns over a lack of championship matches on free-to-air television. And uh, Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley is with us on the line today because, Timmy, you're not happy about this. I'm not, Andrea, because, I mean, if you look at last weekend, last Saturday night, Clare and Limerick played in the Gaelic Grounds in Limerick. It was an all-ticket event. Um, it was probably one of the finest games of hurling that we have seen in the last four or five years. I'm a little bit biased as a Clare man, mm. uh, and so we beat Limerick. So, But, but I think it's widely recognised that it was a cracking game of hurling. And you couldn't get it anywhere. Um, you had to pay to get it over the streaming service. And from what I'm hearing from those or some that didn't get the match, I didn't get to it, the streaming system went down on occasion. So it, it, it's not a reliable uh, way to, be, to view the game. And I think, look, we've, we've, we've had a history in this country. The GAA is an amateur sport. Um, and there is, out of that, an expectation uh, that it would be and should be free to air. And I think we've got to go back and relook at that. Now, look, at, I, I recognise the GAA need money. <clears throat> they have to get support. Um, and obviously, you know, they do generate money from, 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 from this streaming service. But I think there's a better way to do it. People who pay their licence fee would expect to see a game like that uh, on, on their television. Is this and, not, and I think Timmy, is this not the one, a sort of a, you know, an old debate in the sense that, like, I mean, there was the same uh, controversy to my mind around the time of Sky Sports entering the market with, with the GAA and streaming matches. So, like, the precedent is already there, whether it's Sky Sports or Gago or whoever it is. Like, yeah. if the GAA are going to make yeah, money out of it, what's the are, issue? The precedent is there, but I, 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 I think it's wrong. I, 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 I argued against it at the time because at that stage, many people didn't have a skybox, didn't have access to Sky, particularly older people who lived their lives playing. Uh, they were brought up in that culture. Um, and many of them wouldn't have access uh, to see it on Sky, nor on the internet now. They, they, pay their, they pay their license. They have the main channels. And I think as a, an Irish sport, Irish culture, all that's good about the GAA, should be available free to air um, on, 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 on national media, Virgin and, and, and RT. So but you're I, saying I scrap completely then? The scrap the whole commercial arrangement then between the GAA and Gago? Let, 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 let the state broadcaster, let RT and let Virgin come to an arrangement for important content because, of course, both RT and Virgin... Uh, would have access to advertising revenue as a result of showing games like that, but come to some kind of a commercial arrangement that the punter at the end of the day uh, has this product free to air. Because let's not forget, it's an amateur sport. There are other countries who have their sports, whether it be soccer, rugby, etc., and the players get paid. They don't in this instance. The entire thing is built around a voluntary mm. uh, code of practice, and I think the same thing should permeate then right the way through to... Um, viewership and it shouldn't be beyond the capacity and the capabilities of our two stations um, Virgin and and uh, uh, and RTE 
to come to some arrangement with the GAA, recognising that, of course, it takes money to stage such events. Um, players don't get paid, so it's not like mm. soccer, but as I said, and rugby. And it should be possible to do with it. T- t- and I, I, listen, I, I accept your point completely, Timmy, around, and like any time I talk to listeners in the show, you know, people will talk about the, you know, the, the benefit of the GAA, the voluntary um, organisation, yeah. the community spirit and all of that. But the organisation has taken a decision to sell the rights to games to whether it was initially Sky Sports and now, the, the, now GAA Go. I can, can be completely corrected in this. I'm not an expert in this area at all. But as far as I see it, Sky Sports were willing to pay for the games. They've no longer renewed that contract. Gago have stepped yeah. in. Is it not a case if RTE want to um, air or televise the matches? Can they not just buy more games? Buy the rights to more of them? Like I, I, I don't disagree with that, and I think perhaps that's where the deals get done with uh, the likes of Virgin and RTE, where they pay a little bit more because it's, it's it's content that they don't have to produce, so there's there's no cost to them in the first instance, and and perhaps they can make a greater contribution to the GA. But you made a point there about what the GA really is. It's made up of its members. The GA isn't some kind of a commercial entity. Um, it's an organisation that's made up of all its members throughout the country, and as you say. The bedrock of that is volunteerism. The bedrock of that is people who go along every week. They go to the games and they train teams. They start with kids, you know, at underage. Uh, it's part of an, an entire sort of, you know, mm. ecosystem of sport in this in 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 in, in this country. Um, they haven't gone down the professional route, which is good, I think, because it keeps it, it protects the ethos of, of what the games are about. Um, I just think that there's a a cohort of people that are missing out who mm. are unable to attend. No, I accept for that. A whole variety of reasons. And yes, of course, there's the commercial dimension. And I know the money that the GA, and of course, they would argue, I'm sure, if they were online, they would say, well, the monies that we get go back into supporting mm. and developing the games. And that's true. Mm. But there has to be some kind of a happy medium where you- uh, there's a way to support it. And if that's done through some kind of state support, then I, I, I think that would be the. Okay. Way to do so it. you think the minister should get involved here with the department? Well, I, I, I thought for a long time, and I mean, it's a wider debate about what public service broadcasting on radio, in media generally, whether it be television broadcast, radio, or, or print media. And if you believe in the principle of public service broadcasting and public service journalism and public service content, then I think that should be free to air. Now, how you ultimately pay for that is another day's work. Um, okay. And there's talks about broadcasting charges and various different other enhancements that would see an extension of the TV licence to those who don't pay it at the moment because they don't have a television per se, but yet they're consuming that content. Okay. Um, and I think that's where we need to have the wider debate, uh, and and I think that would solve the, the broader problem. Just finally, Timmy, like between you know this... And previously, a couple of months back, we had a discussion around um, tickets for championship matches and, or sorry, tickets for certain games no longer being available, you know, at the gate, at the turnstiles. Between the combination of the two things, do you think it'll push people away from the GA? I I, I don't. I mean, the reality is that um, on Sunday and Monday of last week, I met so many people who said, oh, God, I wish I had gotten to the game. I wish I had gotten a ticket in advance. Such was the quality um, of the performance that was put on, the quality of the hurling, the excitement and all that goes with it. I don't, but it's about, it's about sort of, I, I, I think for me, it, it's about fairness and equity and it's about treating those who might ordinarily be great GA supporters who have given their lives in many cases 
all the way up along to coaching teams, training teams, being involved in everything. And, and now because they don't have access to the internet or mm. the service which tends to go down on occasion, um, and, and often at the most critical juncture, um, that, 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 that we'd look again at, at finding a okay. way to provide it over the, over have, the broadcast. Have, have you had many complaints about this in the last week to me? Uh, a, a load. Uh, absolutely, and it it, it 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 just happens when you get a cracking game that uh, that just wasn't televised. If this was a poor game, and if it was Clare being beaten by Limerick by four or five goals, and it wasn't, you wouldn't be on complaining then. So, uh, correct, <laughs> absolutely. But it's it, it's when it's when a really good uh, encounter takes place where there's a quality game of hurling or football for those that are that are into that, and it and it hasn't been on television. People then mm. obviously come to the fore and, and, and uh, sort of exercise their, their, their vocal cards on it. Too. Okay. Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Doody, thanks for your time on the programme today. Uh, Niall is with us as well, Amanuth. Niall, do you think there's a lack of GA matches on free-to-air television? Um, no, I, I, th- I think it's just this uh, this thing of, of, you know, charging this on, 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 on a kind of a closed uh, system. Uh, it's just a bit unfortunate in in terms of the development of the game because GA has such a great name for um, you know being very pro, giving them access to to uh, uh, a lot of things, um, you know, a lot of games, no, no no problem. But this thing of going down the road now of of carving out certain games where people have to play, have to pay. The the, the problem is that uh, you, you know if you picture kind of. People with young families or, or, or whatever who, you know, with things being as tight as they are, just may not be able to pay the the sub for 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 the for for the game, or uh, elderly people who may not have, you know, money money may be tight for them. It's just closing things off from them that I wonder why they're doing it. Uh, you know, trying to monetize the content, admittedly in a limited way at the moment. But you, you you don't you couldn't think that they're going to do that on a regular basis. If they see that it's bringing in money, they'll probably go for more and more matches being put behind the firewall, which I think is unfortunate okay. for the GAA because it seems contrary to their spirit of uh, engagement and involvement of, of of people. And it's just uh, you, you know you, you have some uh, kids kind of coming through who. You know they don't get didn't get to see that game because their parents couldn't afford to pay the sub or or or, or, or take out the the sub. And I think that's unfortunate for the game because I don't think there's any need to do it. I mean, it's not as if the GAA is going to fall over broke in the next uh, two, mm. two or three months. Okay. I mean, do you? It, it um, just seems to be going the wrong way. Do, you know? Yeah. Do, do you agree with that art? Like, do you think people are being being left behind? I, well, I think the risk, is, like I've always. Seeing the GA as, as, as kind of so many, allow put in so much voluntary time as the previous speaker was saying, you know, in coaching and you know even the work behind the scenes in clubs, you know, local people do it, and it would seem a shame to have, bring in something that okay. actually acts as a kind of a um, to people getting engaged. Yeah, I think I've, I, I, I've Art on the line as well. Art, are you there? Yes, I'm yeah. yeah. So, like, do you think people are being left behind by virtue of the fact that there's, you know, not not as many games on free-to-air television? Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, big time, big time. But I think it's a wider issue than just RT or whoever you want that is involved here. Um, last weekend, another example would be the, the under-20 
Leinster final Kildare in Dublin was on midweek and um, the same week you had the Ulster and um, Ulster and Munster under 20 Cork and Kerry that was on a Monday night that was on TG Cahar Live um, the next Wednesday night down in Derry I think under 25 was on TG Cahar again and Kildare Dublin did it, that wasn't shown why that was, I, I, I don't know, pick and choose. But as I said to you, I think it's a bigger overall issue. It's like Crow Park. Um, like Crow Park. I go nowhere only to the hill. I haven't missed many of the last number of All-Ireland hurling. From the hill, difficulty getting a ticket, but mm-hmm. my good friend, Dr. Dunn, always looks after me there. Um, what I wanted to say was, other games during the year, the hill is closed. But yet, if the Dubs, and I have nothing against the Dub, best, greatest team of all time, I think uh, are, it's open for mostly uh, Dublin games, but not lesser games during the year. Okay. So, like, like I, I just wonder how we, you know, what the solution, though, to this is. Because I, I don't really see what the difference is um, to when the, the contract was with Sky. Like, do you think there is a solution, Niall? Um, a solution. I, I, I just uh, think I, I, I didn't totally agree with the Sky thing either because uh, uh, um, I, I just think the GAA is in a unique situation in this country where it, um, you know, it seems almost to be going against its principles to be forcing people to 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 pay uh, to access their games. You know, I mean, you, you pay to go to see the games. That's fine. But to try to get it on uh, on television, I think GA games should be free. Frank has got in touch here and says if the GA want to sell rights uh, to commercial TV, then they shouldn't receive taxpayer funding. According to Frank, another listener says um, it, it makes plenty of money. The GA makes plenty of money. That is and and profit, um, and in receipt of taxpayer subsidies. In which case, games should be broadcast on RTE for free. Another listener, I went to Wexford Park to get a ticket for the under-20 football a couple of weeks ago and was told I had to go on onto my phone. I think Wexford GAA um, to get the ticket for the same to get a ticket for the same minor game. I'm an older and in an older generation bracket, not up to date with technology, and I don't have the bank details on my phone, so I'm not going to any other games. Kind regards, Andrew. Another listener, I'm Polish. My son plays football and we watch the football games on TG Cahar. They should provide an English version of the commentary. Um, it should be a choice to switch between English and Irish, according to this texter. Another listener says, it's the change to the season that has limited the amount of GAA that can be shown on television. Up against the end of the soccer and the rugby season, whereas it normally ran into the quieter summer months. Shane in Limerick, though, he says, um, I think uh, it's a disgrace that you can get somebody on. I'd like if you could get somebody on from the GAA to discuss why they decided to charge people €80 a year to watch their county play. I'm not going to pay my local club membership next year in protest if they don't remove it. And I would also um, encourage others and everybody else to do the same. Nobody should have to pay to watch their county play. Government should remove funding until this happens. That's according to Shane and Limerick. This listener says, My dad, who recently passed away, was an avid GAA supporter. He missed a number of matches in his last few years of life because he couldn't get the games on his TV. He missed them so much, according to this listener. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. 
We're talking about um, concerns over a lack of championship matches on free-to-air television. And if you were listening to this programme here since the start of the show today, you'll have heard um, Fianna Fáil's Timmy Dooley. He was with us and he reckons that all future GA championship matches um, should be on free-to-air TV. This is after complaints uh, following the, the Munster hurling match Clare and Limerick uh, over the weekend um, and a lot of reaction to this today. Former Clare hurler Jamesy O'Connor is with us here too on Lunchtime Live and I'm interested in your take on this Jamesy like as somebody who's worked for Sky for a number of years. Well, I think, Andrea, listen, they can show all the games. Um, but certainly, you know, the one last Saturday night, Clare Limerick, I mean, epic monster final last year. There's a couple of other, you know, matches, but there was nothing between them in the league and, and in the round robin. And certainly I was surprised that the game wasn't live because it had the potential, you know, to be another classic. And certainly it, it matched or even surpassed that on Saturday night. It was a really, really fantastic game, um, you know, enthralling spectacle. Um, and I suppose, listen, it was just a pity that maybe more people didn't didn't see it. And I understand this. You know, there have been issues around, you know, broadband and, and you know, the game dropping and so on. And, and, and that's unfortunate. But, uh, yes, yeah, certainly Cork Tip is, a, is a, again, a hugely attractive game. And um, this coming Saturday night, again, it's, it's on Diego. And look at Grania McIlwain. They have a really good team. She's an excellent presenter. It's a good product. Um, but certainly, I think the GA may have missed something here in terms of, you know, getting these games, you know, uh, you know to, to a view, viewership and an audience. Um, you know, that wants them that, 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 you know, is looking forward to these games. And as I said, it, it just appears to be an issue, whether it's around, you know, broadband, whether it's around, you know, maybe an older generation struggling with the technology. Um, and there certainly have been teething issues. But the GA Go product is a good product. And the games, as I said, you know, some really, really attractive fixtures that unfortunately, um, you know, aren't, aren't free to air. Do you, do you feel streaming service like this put um, some fans or maybe older GAA fans at a disadvantage now, Jamesy? Possibly. I mean, uh, listen, again, Andrea, I, I was with Sky for nine years, obviously behind a paywall, but I, I thought you could the competition in terms of, you know, a different slant on it. We brought something different to it. I certainly mm. think RT raised, raised their game as a result. Um, listen, Sky were, were, by all accounts, very committed to coming back in again. Um, for whatever reason, it, it, it didn't happen. Um, and the GAs are looking at maybe, you know, other sports, um, you know, whether that's the NFL in America, whatever, and, and, and looking at this as, you know, as a way, obviously, as a potential revenue stream going going forward. And there's certainly a market there. And, you know, we've seen streaming, whether it's club matches, um, you know, been a big success, um, you know, in, in, in recent years. But I suppose it just happens, Andrea, that this time of the year, you know, the Munster Championship has, has you know, been really good so far. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Um, and, you know, we haven't maybe we haven't maybe been able to, to, to see all the games. And, and, and that's, I think that's the issue. And maybe, you know, again, you people that want to see the kind of football final, you people that want to see the Munster football final this Sunday. So you can show, you can show everything. But certainly, I'm surprised that, you know, maybe more of the games haven't been shown on Saturday evenings in that slot that, that Sky maybe traditionally have that the, the GA mm. goal appears, you know, appears to be, um, you know, earmarked for. And, as I said, it's, it's, um, it's something that's probably going to roll on until, you know, broadband yeah. services improve around the country yeah have you heard or have you experienced like issues yourself even trying to use the service i mean we were talking to timmy dooley a little earlier and he talked about receiving a number of complaints jamesy from people who um, have had issues even trying with you know logging on and actually streaming the service 
yeah, again, listen, I think that there was some anecdotal evidence that, you know, the game dropped at different stages, whatever, you know, pubs or whatever, giving out free free, free drinks or standing the customers around because it dropped, whatever, at, at crucial stages. Listen, my parents, we, we, we got it from mum and dad, dad went into his 80s, whatever, massive GA fan, um, no issues with him. Uh, you know, he, he saw the game on Saturday night and um, watched the Galway Wexford game the, the, the previous week. So it just sometimes depends, Andrea, on where you are. Um, you know what the broadband is like, and th- th- look at I suppose in any in any new venture, um, you know there are going to be teething issues. They're not going to get everything perfect. Um, but as I said, certainly you know there are people there that, that struggle with the technology that maybe you know just just aren't even prepared to go there. That you know that 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 that, that fear or whatever is is is, is there, and um, and that's that's just disappointing. And particularly as referring to maybe an older an older demographic, but. My parents, no issues, um, but certainly there were there were you know plenty of anecdotal there was plenty of anecdotal evidence that yeah the issues around that Saturday night. Mm. Uh, text in from Francis in 087 106. Uh, Francis says, I'm not sure how many games they want the GAA to show over the weekend. The split season is the reason that they're competing with rugby and soccer at the moment because of this. I'm a Clare supporter and unfortunately couldn't get to the game last weekend. I watched it on on GAA Go and had absolutely no issues. If Clare hadn't beaten Limerick, this wouldn't have become such an issue this week. I will be in the Gaelic rounds on Sunday for the Munster final and for the price of the ticket you can get three games on on Gago or you can get a yearly pass to see everything for 80 cheaper than an All-Ireland ticket people always just want to have a whinge and it's that time of the year again to have a go with the GAA that's Gordon to Francis Dan has got in touch and says the GAA matches should be free to air but the GAA want their cake and also to eat it they want the grounds and the match rights um, commercial and a money earner but on the other hand they then want the players to give their time for free a county level the time the training needed now should be at least a semi-professional um, sector says Dan Orla is with us on the line Orla what's your view on this? Hi Andrea, how are you? Good. Yeah, so my comment was really on um, the the broadcasters really because I think the conversation here has been really on RTE and potentially Virgin Media but I think what is underestimated is the coverage that TG4 has given to not only GEA but all the other Irish sports that are happen across the year. That provider in general or that um Broadcaster provides us during the year with colleges matches. It provides us with ladies football. It provides us with racing from the car during the week. Like, and I know my mum is retired. She's in her seventies, and she sits down and she loves watching all, all these different sports. And just TG Four is a great representation of, I think, what a provider and a free-to-air provider provides to the people of Ireland. I do think the three providers from. I suppose a broadcasting perspective could come together and split the schedule for GAA across across the different uh, forms rather than having to pay for matches to GAA go. Nothing wrong with the the service itself, only mm. that the GAA promotion is language, culture and sport. Like their vision and purpose is to promote Gaelic games, culture, lifelong participation, participation across our community base. Like, yes, when it comes to our community base and looking at games and GA games that we all want to see, like they're charging for it. They made 96.1 million last year in income. Um, the commercial aspect of that was 22 million, like Gate receipts 33 million. 
that has gone up significantly, significantly from over 70 million pre-COVID to 96. And the forecasts for this year are that they're going to surpass that, irrespective of whether you 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 are sitting at home or you're in the stands. The stadiums seem to be packed. So I don't understand why the GAA continue to um, promote, I suppose, or the lack of promotion of games to GAA go. My mum is in her 70s. She's an avid Clare supporter. Last week, she went down to her local centre, bought a ticket and went on her own to the game. Did she, yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. I think to be honest. Yeah, and I won. You know, I wondered about that, and I, I, I asked yeah. uh, Timmy Dooley about it as well. Like, I mean, I, you know, this was for for some fans. I mean, we had the discussion in recent recent weeks or months too about um, access to tickets. You know, buying them at the gates yeah. or through the likes of your Super Value and your Centra, um, and now this. You know, does it leave a kind of a sour taste? Do you think in people's mouths? It definitely does because the sport in general relies on, as I said, your volunteers, your community, um, and, and and that lifelong participation. But like, there's a percentage of people that will be tech savvy that will have no issue, and that could be a high percentage. But what about that percentage that are not tech savvy, are not able to go onto the the, the internet, get the download the app, look at it through an app, pay for it through over, over the app as well. There is a good percentage of those. These people participated in GA all their lives and now have come to a stage in their lives where they're not able to use the technology potentially that's there to watch a game or that they have to pay for it. To me, it's it's okay. it's wrong, especially when it's a national sport that the GA promote is open to everyone. But at the end of the day, like what they say and what their motto is, is where we all belong. But at the end of the day, to me, that's contradictory when you're having to charge games, charge for games that are are probably the yeah. most important games of the year. Well, we've had a lot of reaction, I should say, to this, you know, from, from people yeah. getting in touch. It'd be interesting to see, you know, what, if anything, I mean, comes from it. Maybe nothing at all. I um, suppose the, the season is set as it is, or certainly the contracts for that for this year. I would imagine that'll be the case even too, whatever the deal is for the next number of years. But look, we'll, we'll wait and see. Orla, thank you for getting in touch with us. Um, Jamesy as well was with us there a few moments ago too. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.